0: Thank you so much for being here on the next episode. Learn, grow, do, repeat with Jamie Titino Look, I created this podcast to be able to give back, connect with like-minded people, people like you, people like me who are out there chasing those goals, chasing those dreams and turning them into a reality. Be sure to like, comment and share at the end of the episode. Also, don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Again, thank you for being here. Let's get into it. Hello, 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 and welcome to the next episode, Learn, Grow, Do, Repeat with Jamie Tatina. So today I'm joined by an incredible woman uh, who has built herself up as a lifestyle influencer and entrepreneur who has a passion for helping women succeed in business and ultimately seeing them achieve goals and kick goals uh, in their personal life as well. She's traveled the world hosting events, presenting, presenting on the world stages, coaching small business owners, and she actually launched her own first business at the age of 18, which she exited for a nice seven plus figures, uh, and since then has been able to build many other successful businesses from the ground up. In 2015, she was crowned a WBFF world champion in the bikini category, uh, and she's also traveled the world modeling too. She is the founder of Minding Her Business, uh, which is one of Queensland's, if not I'll put it out there. Australia's fastest-growing women's networking group. We have Katie Stevens. Katie, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you so much, Jamie. It's always a bit of a mouthful, isn't it, with the introductions? But Uh, totally, it's good. I'm getting
0: better at it. I'm getting better at it. Uh, The the, the more you do, the better you get at it. So, how are you today?
1: Yeah, good, good. It's nice and early on a Friday morning here in Brisbane today. So
0: totally, totally. yeah, 100%. Make it count. I like it. I like it. So look, we're going to get stuck straight into rapid fire, uh, which is quick questions, okay. quick answers. We have about 22 wow. to get through. And I actually added a new one in last night as I was prepping for this. <laughs> um, so no one else has heard it until now. So are you ready? Hit me. <laughs> Let's do it. Favorite song right now?
1: Oh, um, it's called Dreams. It's the old song that's like had to come back.
0: Okay, like like a remix, like a remake, or they've just... a remake,
1: yeah.
0: Okay, dreams. All right, guys, let's suss that one out. Yeah. Favorite song to get pumped up to?
1: Oh, uh, I'm gonna say anything, Eminem.
0: <laughs> Full gangster mode. Yeah, I like it. Sure. I like it. Favorite movie?
1: Favorite movie? I'm not a massive movie person. So, um, off the top of my head, Ooh. I can't even tell you. I don't even watch, like I don't even think I've watched a full movie from beginning to end. I watch Ever. Um, I don't think so. <laughs> Let me just think on the spot here. Um, Limitless? That's a good movie. Yeah.
0: I'll pay that. I'll pay that. Good work. We got there. We okay. got there. Favourite book?
1: Um... I've just started a book called Be Great, actually. <laughs> but my favorite yeah, nice. book of all time, I'm into, into a lot of um, entrepreneurial, personal development books, I'd have to say The One Thing, Gary yeah, Vella.
0: Good one. Yeah, yeah. One, Very well, love, Write that, yeah. Nice, nice. Favorite color?
1: Orange, burnt orange.
0: Burnt orange. Yeah. Wow. What does burnt orange look I'm like? I'm going like to Google bright, that.
1: Bright, fluoro orange. It's kind of like your warm orange that goes with a lot of other colors and neutral.
0: Okay. Earthy there we go. Yeah we've got an interior design course right there <laughs> <laughs> your your go-to meal
1: go-to meal um chicken rice and greens
0: chicken rice All right. how do you cook your rice steamed grilled fried the
1: quickest way possible but usually yeah. yeah i
0: love it i love it favorite tv show
1: um jamie you're not gonna like me i'm just not into watching tv shows and movies um you know, give me something everyone's gonna laugh at me but i've only recently just got into prison break didn't even know it was that oh, early well. come out in 2005 so
0: hey better late than yeah. never eh? i love it i love it your biggest celebrity slash sporting idol growing up
1: oh i loved basketball so i'm gonna say michael
0: jordan yeah nice, nice yeah. one. one thing you hate or dislike and you can't say coriander.
1: Hate or dislike. Hate's a strong word. What do I do?
0: Yeah, in? that's why I drop in dislike.
1: Yeah, food wise. Yeah, I'm not going to go there. Maybe just um, uh, rudeness. People that
0: are rude. rude. Easy, guys. Just don't be rude to Katie. <laughs> Easy. Just don't be rude in general. Not even to you just in general. <laughs> just be a good person. Love it. Um, funniest or craziest thing you've done?
1: Oh, there's a lot. There's a lot. Skydiving, I always say there's nothing I wouldn't do at least once. So craziest, silliest, craziest thing, falling off stage in the middle of hosting an event. Oh, wow. Um, but, yeah, craziest, spontaneous, yeah, jumped on planes, traveled to random places, jumped out of planes,
0: skydive, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> love it, love it. We're going to have to talk more about falling off stage. I really want to learn a little bit about that. Um, <laughs> um, book or audio book?
1: Um, Probably audio book, but I have just gotten back into reading physical books again in the last month.
0: Yeah. 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 Summer or winter?
1: Definitely winter.
0: Winter? For sure. I thought you were going so hard. Like, definitely summer. I was like, okay, a winter girl. I like it. First job?
1: Uh, my very, very, very first job was, oh, my, growing up, my parents owned a gym. So I was in the gym working from like five years old. Not sure that I was paid. <laughs> um, but my yeah. first employable job was actually a video shop. Back in the day when video shops existed Um, and I worked at toy world at the same time
0: oh I like it video shop I'm going to hire playstation games and you know get movies I like it I like it what's something that you haven't done yet that you'd really like to do
1: oh my gosh learn a third language um travel to about five thousand different places when we're allowed to restrictions.
0: (laughs) (laughs) just give me one place to travel to and we can yeah Love it, love it. Sum up your mindset in one word. Say no, the what, sorry? Sum up your mindset in one word.
1: Um, oh, extremely driven, one word. I'll just say driven.
0: Driven, I like it, I like it. Your proudest moment personally and a proudest moment professionally.
1: Proudest moment personally would have to have been WBFF and winning the world titles um, in the amateur bikini division back in 2015. Um professionally um I've had a lot of career highlights to be honest when I was titled Miss Supercars that opened a lot of doors of opportunity um, career-wise so um, and that's when I started hosting um doing a lot of MC work but also hosting um the big screen tv for supercars
0: so, nice,
1: yeah. nice
0: well done well done love to hear that uh tell us something that no one knows about you
1: um something that no one knows about me um, I definitely like even numbers and I would always be <laughs> someone to choose the even number, something that no one else knows about me. Hmm. I'll just go with that one for now.
0: Yeah. We'll circle back. We'll circle yeah. back. Um, you can substitute, so your, your greatest failure, so you can substitute that word for whatever's relevant for you, uh, that ended up being your best lesson.
1: The, substitute the word for me.
0: What was my best lesson? Yeah. So the, your greatest failure, or something that didn't work out. Yeah. You can, if you don't like the word failure, because some people don't like that. So you can substitute that word for whatever you want it to be. But ended up being your best lesson.
1: Oh, one of my relationships. <laughs> Just put it out there. Just put it. Out. Yeah. <laughs> A pre-relationship. For sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. Good. Good. Uh, if you could choose any one person in the world to have lunch with, who would it be? So past, the present, dead or alive. Uh, you've got a two-hour time limit. And where would you have it?
1: Jamie, I like connecting with people. I don't want just one person. I'd like a <laughs> dinner party. Um, but the first person on the invitation list, list would have to be um, Michelle Obama.
0: Nice, okay. nice. And where would this dinner party be?
1: Uh, it'd have to be a rooftop somewhere, at least overlooking the ocean or somewhere close yeah. to water, beach.
0: Okay. Um, and we're narrowing it down. If anyone's listening and you have a venue just like this and you know Michelle Obama, please be sure to invite Katie. <laughs> for sure (laughs) rooftop rooftop looking over the ocean i like it i like it what was 10 year old katie like
1: um extremely (laughs) (laughs) strong-headed
0: trying to be politically nice probably
1: knew everything as well um yeah Yeah. i would say yeah always motivated driven but um yeah certainly headstrong and would question anything that i was unsure of
0: (laughs) yeah yeah okay okay second last question what's one trait skill quality value belief whatever you want to call it that's consistent in your closest five friends you would say or five acquaintances Uh, but the one that's most important to you loyalty I like it I like it lucky last your favorite superhero
1: favorite superhero um I don't even know I've never thought of that can
0: i skip on this one well we skipped on the other one which was uh tell us something that no one knows we didn't skip we sort of got a okay we'll come back we'll come back oh you got one okay go give it to us i
1: don't i just don't i always think of like a superpower that i'd want to have but a superhero um i don't know i don't know
0: is there a superhero that has the superpower that you want
1: yeah, if I could have a superpower, it wouldn't be to disappear. <laughs> There's so many situations and places. I mean, I'm like, how do I get out of this? And how do I just. Disappear? Correct.
0: And just be like, gone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where'd Katie go? Yeah. She's got a superpower. That would be one. Well
1: that's,
0: well, that's rapid fire. I like it. I like it. Well done. You made it through. Good it work. Awesome. Um, Good. I like it. Uh, look, tell us something, Katie, that, you know, through this, you know, COVID period, that you, that you learned about yourself? Like once one thing you learned about yourself during this period?
1: Gosh, how to sit in my own space. I'm such an extra extrovert. I'm constantly around people, love connecting, talking, um, you know, and meeting new people. So COVID certainly um, showed me how to have resilience, but to be able to, able to be able to, to, able to be able to, I can't even talk today, um, but to be <laughs> able to be able to sit in my own space and just, I guess, be a witness and, and listen to my own thoughts.
0: Mm -hmm. Hmm. good point good point i can definitely relate because i'm very similar always out there very you know doing things connecting with people meeting here meeting there talking here talking there Uh, but then to definitely have to slow down and sit in your in with yourself yeah um and again you might do it here and there in the busyness maybe a couple hours here and there but when you have to do it for like a long period of time uh it's definitely a good skill to be able to have um so look you know in the in the intro there was a million different things we could talk about, but you know, take it back. So you were born in drawer, is that right?
1: Yeah. Country. Country girl. country Vic. Yeah.
0: Yeah, definitely. So, you know, and you said your parents owned a gym. So bring us back as, as far as you remember, tell us a little bit about the upbringing uh, and then yeah, where it all sort of, and then your first business at the age of 18. Um, so yeah, give us a bit of a, a backstory on that.
1: I'll try and keep it brief, but back in 1990, <laughs> just kidding. Um, yeah. I'm a country girl. I um, my family. Um, my aunties, uncles and whatnot grew up on, in country Victoria on farms. So most of my um, childhood years were either spent holidays at my auntie and uncle's farm um, or in country Victoria visiting either side of my parents' families. Uh, yeah. Moved to Harvey Bay um, when I was also young. We moved around a lot growing up. So my parents always had their own businesses and they were buying, selling or given different job opportunities. Um, so I think I went to about six or seven primary schools. Um, wow. So I had to learn pretty quickly that if I didn't make friends um, in class, then I'd be having lunch on my own. <laughs> so I think that's probably where a lot um, initially came from or that was instilled in me in such a long age was to build up that um, courage or confidence. Even if I didn't have it, I had to sort of mm-hmm. overcome those mm-hmm. um, those fears or thoughts because I hated being on or I didn't like being on my own. So that was yeah. like the young Katie. Um, I was obsessed with French. So I wanted to uh, be a French teacher growing up. And, um, I love doing my research to work out how I could not just cut corners, but how I could achieve or set set out to achieve those goals quicker and whatever way I could get to things and achieve things quicker, I was down for it. So um, I ended up moving to France when I was in grade 11, um, I started university as well when I was in grade 11 and, um, I did a Head Start program and, um, I moved over there because if you do live in the country for a certain amount of time, then you can knock off parts of your degree. Um, So I did that and um, fell in love with travel, fell in love with the language. And, um, yeah, fast forward to now, I actually don't teach French. I just love (laughs) speaking it and connecting (laughs) with people that do. Um, So if there's anyone that's French listening, reach out to me. (laughs) Um, Can can you
0: speak it as well as write it?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Oh, wow, that's awesome. Yeah,
1: it's funny though that, yeah, when you do learn other languages, some people can speak it or or understand it by listening but not also write it. Um, okay. yeah, I learned okay. the language for about nine years before I moved over there. Um, yeah, so then I started my first agency. I guess I've always sort of been in business as such. Funny thing, going back to the rapid fire questions that people might not know is I've never had a full-time job. I've never been hired full-time. <laughs> I don't know wow. if it's because I'm unemployable or because <laughs> I was just, um, brought up thinking that I'd always have my own thing. Um,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So
1: my biggest... First big company was a modelling agency, as a promotional promotional modelling agency, uh, and we had fifteen hundred staff across Australia and wow. offices in every state, um, or team leaders and, and national managers. Uh, so then that I exited when I was twenty-four, I think I was and um, I was still constantly connecting people whether they were clients or or what back then were promotional models you know transitioning into ambassadors so um, constantly connecting 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 I thought you know I'll just start doing like small lunches and I'll introduce my clients to my photographers and all these sorts of people that I'd met over those five six years in having the agency and um, I just worked out that I guess I, I knew a lot of people and my circle was very big or my association and um, acquaintances was quite large. My network was. Yeah. So I, um, I thought, you know, I might just do like a public event where anyone can sort of join um, and make it ticketed, which was a pretty big leap for me to start from scratch and, and yeah. not really um, know who would want to come or join. And, you know, it's one thing to invite a bunch of your friends to lunch. It's Totally. thing to say, totally. Hey, pay for it, buy a ticket. Correct. Um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. We
0: launched- and then put it out to the public as well to random people.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, um, and I guess I was really lucky. I already had a lot of networks and a lot of um,
0: mm.
1: people in the industry that I knew that had restaurants or cafes that were more than willing to say, look, Katie, here's my space. You're welcome to hire half of it, bring in, you know, your networking business um, or your, your awesome. events and you're welcome to have the space. So I started... Yep in brisbane 2017 with our first event and um it's pretty much led me to hear the rest is history it sold out in less than 24 hours i went to bed thinking no one's going to want to come to my event and I woke wow. up thinking i should have put a limit on because we <laughs> well and truly oversold the area wow. the space that we'd hired so we actually had to not just take over that space but the whole entire venue had to shut down for us So i
0: love it yeah. i love it well done that's, that's a see guys you just put it out there take a risk take a jump give it a crack and um before you know it a lot of people so where did the idea of doing the 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 promotional and the modeling agency come from like was that someone else said hey you should do this or did you just see a gap like hey well i'm gonna do this work anyway like amazing how did that how did that come about
1: you know it's funny i always laugh when i hear people say i saw a gap in the industry or something innovative i guess um to be completely candid, it already existed. I didn't change anything. I just did it better. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I used to do a little bit of promotional nice. work myself when I was like 18 and um, I worked for a number of agencies and that was so, or well, many of them were so disorganized. So I'd find myself running my own schedule and, you know, <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, 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 yeah. back and forth with clients and connecting the dots. I thought, you know, I know a lot of people and I could probably do this better myself, right? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Um, that's where I sort of launched my, um, my first agency and I started bringing in clients and um, it certainly wasn't as easy as what I thought it would have been. I think at, at the time, any dream or goal that we have, um, you know, the, in the big picture, it looks like it's perhaps even easy. Um, then we go into that state of overwhelm, like, hang on a second, where totally. do we even start? Um, yeah, but yeah, I guess the yeah. key for me was I'm someone that just gets, start, gets started, mm-hmm. says yes and yeah. works the rest out later
0: yeah nice 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 and and like you said you sort of had a little bit of experience in there uh, by you know working with other agencies and working with other people so you sort of knew a little bit of the ins and outs and then in a way you did find the gap but the gap was just do it better like be organized be on top of it like communicate with the with with the models it's like let them know where they need to be like tell them the right shit you know um so how quickly did it grow like did it just grow like through the roof like dramatically because you were doing the small things
1: I would say that I actually never had experience in the office and I wouldn't say I have a regret, but it's certainly one thing that I constantly went, oh my gosh, you know, I didn't have a degree in business. I didn't have the experience in the office admin. I knew nothing about accounts. I didn't even know what a bad statement was. So so much I had to learn along the way. And I was only 19 at the time. Um, So I started my own agency um, and I built that up. And then one of my biggest competitors um, at the time, I actually um, had remained in contact with that I used to work for and she was moving countries. So um, I sort of said, well, are you selling? So I acquired um, her business at that time as well. Um, And that was literally running at a loss. And then I um, basically worked around the clock. There was nights, I'm not going to lie, where I slept on the couch, got up and kept working. Um, And I just, um, I guess I was just unstoppable. I was in that Mm. mindset where I just, um, I probably was driven by, having people um, think that I was gonna fail. And that was a motivator for me not to fail, to find failure while I had, you know, a big debt. And um, I didn't want to. Um, I didn't want to fail at any cost. So if that meant, mm, you know, mm. a little bit of sleep deprivation and um, yeah. perhaps not so nourishing meals <laughs> along yeah. the way, that was um, that was what it took to get there.
0: Very well um, said. I love how you said that. Perhaps some not so nourishing meals. Very Mac's politically correct. I love it. Macca's how nice was that, <laughs> <laughs> Lucky Uber Eats wasn't around then. <laughs> yeah. It'd have been crazy. Yeah. Macca's drive through. The good old days, huh? Yeah. Do people even do that anymore? Does anyone like say, "Let's go and do a Macca's run"? like why would you
1: yeah I don't know I'm feeling pretty old I've hit the 3-0 this year so there's things so from even some of my stuff and I go wow I used to say or do that <laughs> Back <in the> day.
0: <laughs> I know the feeling I know the feeling I know the feeling so what was your strategy with the agency like did you have like a obviously you had a goal like you just wanted to, to do well and, and to survive and to prove the naysay is wrong but like was there a strategy like did you think This is going to be our, we're going to do this for the first year, this for the second year, third year, fourth year, whatever, and then exit or what, what, how did it work for you?
1: I never had a goal to exit. I know I should probably in business and I've learned a lot, but at that time I'm someone that is so emotionally connected to what I do. Um, Being a Pisces doesn't help, but everything (laughs) that I do, I do with love and I honestly become obsessed. So it was my obsession. And once I would achieve a goal, or there'd be a really big upcoming contract to, um, you know, that would go to tender for, um, that would be my sole focus. And until we achieve that, then I'd move on to something else. I guess I've always had a really strong plan and vision on what I want. And um, whether that be executing, you know, um, massive contracts or um, events through that agency or even just in life in general, um, yeah. I always want to finish it. I feel that feeling of completion. There's nothing worse than having 20 balls in the air and yeah. never finishing anything. Cause you don't have that satisfaction um, of actually, you know, setting out, going through mm-hmm. the process, mm-hmm. looking back and going, wow, look where I started and look where I am. Correct. So yeah, yeah I was, I always yeah. have had structure. I've always written things down. I've always, I'm such a visual person. Um, yeah. I like to see things. I like pictures and images I know we're on video call at the moment, so you can probably see my big whiteboard in the background. I like to write, draw everything down. um, Write everything down. So, yeah, I'd say definitely structure and having things like pen on paper or
0: whiteboard markers on whiteboards. Yeah, 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 yeah. Did you, you know, and maybe then it was probably worse than what it is now, but as a woman and as a 19, 20-year-old, 21-year-old, did you feel like... Not, not, did you feel that there was a difference in the way people would communicate with you or were, again, were you just so motivated driven that you didn't even sense that?
1: 5,000% I did. It was yeah. like, I would be running fast and hit a brick wall. I'd start running fast again and I'd hit a brick wall. And what I mean by that is, um, you know, there was lots of contracts that I went into um, negotiation for. And I mean, to give you some insight, I mean, yeah, it was 19, 20, 21. Some of these contracts were upwards of six figures. So it was a lot of work and a lot involved. Yeah. And there was a lot of um, self-education and background research that researching that I had to do um, going yeah. into these big meetings. But one thing, um, I was always confident on the phones and email, um, you know, and putting things together because that was like my forte to have structure and outline as to what we could um offer or supply to these, to these companies that were, you know, getting contracts from. Um, but then I would sit down in their boardroom or I'd go in for a meeting and I would meet some of these clients for the first time and they would be taken back and they would say, oh, I don't mean to be rude, but if you don't mind me asking, how old are you? And it got to the point that I would think, you know, I'd be so easily and quickly judged on my age or my looks Mm -hmm. that I would think, what does it matter? You know, just let me prove myself. Let me show you the results first. And then, you know, you can sit there and judge me on, you know, this, that, and the other. So I used to have my one liner that would be like, you know, well, how old do you think I am? And um, I think because we'd had those conversations because I'd always tried to build as much rapport as I could before mm. I was meeting, you know, a lot, I get essentially middle-aged men, really, and women yeah. in high yeah. um, managerial corporate roles. And um, they would say, oh, you know, mid-20s, and at this point I'm like 19. So I'm like, <laughs> oh, you know, close enough. Yeah, yeah, that's, you know, whatever. Um, and that would be that. So when I had, like, my staff, my models, my um, promotional uh, models and um, all my internal staff, is it, I would also hit the same sort of thing because a lot of my staff would be older than me, right? So it would have to, True. I would have to work really hard to get that rapport or respect mm, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, prior yeah. to, I guess, even feeling trusted. And it was tough. Mm. I remember my 21st birthday, I hired a boat on the um, Brisbane River for my close family and friends to, to do a boat cruise. And my mom bought me this big happy 21st birthday banner. And she stuck it up inside the boat. And um, I had the agency for about two two and a bit years at that point. And I had a photographer on board. Anyway, long story short, he took all these photos throughout the evening and then yeah. sent the link to me, you know, that, that Monday. And I looked at all these photos and I went to back, back in the day when you upload albums on Facebook. So I always <laughs> upload my album. Oh, not. I'm not going to obviously... Write my 21st birthday. I'll just put, you know, my birthday and share friends that, you know, this that, and the other. Yeah. And I'll be honest, I literally spent hours either cropping or removing the 21 banner <laughs> from these photos.
0: <laughs> from photos. I was so
1: petrified that people would be like, you what? Just turned 21. And I would feel like I would lose that respect. Mm, so mm,
0: um, mm, it was mm.
1: definitely an adversity at that age.
0: Totally. What did you do though to? still keep turning up like you said you got it so much like it did it get to a stage where it was too much or or did you get to a stage where it's like i really don't give a fuck if they think i'm 18 or they doesn't really matter like i'm still going to turn up i'm still going to deliver like did it get you away and, and if it did like what did you do to get through it
1: yeah good question i think once i had the accolades and the results and the pen on paper the photos the testimonials and that sort of thing to back me um it it strengthened who i was what the brand was about and it wasn't just about me anymore it was about what i or we as a team could offer Mm. so that's that became my the derivative of like my my main focus it wasn't about hey let me sell you something it was hey look what we've done so that was my focus and i think you know the outcome for me has always been the main driver so when my vision's tight and i know you know the contract we want or the the plan that we're executing the goals that i have um i think it wasn't really about um when it was just how. So essentially, it was just getting through that process, and I don't know. Nothing's lollipops and rainbows. There's no straight road to anything, totally. and even though you don't 100%. think about that every day when you're running fast. Um, there's just these blocks that you've just sort of got got to get past. Yeah. And
0: yeah. Yeah, 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 I think yeah. maybe and, and, and
1: the, the reason I was just always really competitive.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Well, the reason I asked that is because, like, you know, now entrepreneurship more than ever, and it's only going to get this way. Like, people are getting into it younger and younger, and and it's so easy now to start a business, and it's so easy now like easier than ever before to get online and, and to promote yourself and, and do something. But, you know, even for me, when I started my first business at the age of like 23, I felt like, what do I know? Like, who am I? I'm only 23, you know? So, and there's probably people out there who are like 18, 19, similar to yourself who are wanting to get into a business and make, maybe feel that way. Is there anything that you would say to them and say, look, you know, do this, do this, do this. Like any tips for someone 18, 19, 20, 21 that wants to get into business, but sort of feels like they're too young, don't know enough, not worth it, et cetera?
1: If you get caught up on, you, know, you don't know enough, then it will consume you. I think for me, um, I'll never sit here now at 30 and go, oh, I know everything I need to know in business. Absolutely not. Um, you know, I would be more inclined to even surround myself by people that are either smarter, more educated, have gone through more experiences and constantly be learning. If I was to give mm-hmm. any advice to like my quote unquote younger self or anyone starting a business, it would be, do your research um, and and always learn, find someone that has either done what you want to do or that can help you get there um, and always be the student, always ask questions. Um, you know, we're given two ears and a mouth and in that ratio, yeah. we should be using them. So always listen to what you actually speak. I like it,
0: I like it, that's good, that's good. Yeah. Are you looking for that next book? Maybe something to help you take control and remove those barriers to ultimately see you achieve what you were destined for? Be Great, a book I wrote that dives deep into building the self-belief and mindset and also that touches on the six key elements to achieving greatness. It's easy to consume and to take action on. Get your signed copy today at www.begreatthebook.com. Enjoy. It's, it's simple. It's like, hey, you guys, just have got two ears in my mouth. Make it happen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Listen twice as much as you speak. I like it. I like it. So you got into the competing world. Again, was that something that was on the cards? Did that just, you know... How did that come about? Because, again, the accolade of, you know, a world champion, like that's not taken lightly. Like that's a huge achievement. So was that the vision? Was that just, hey, I'll just see what happens. I'll just get up on stage. How did that come about?
1: Um, I went to watch a friend and he was competing on stage in this body building, body sculpting. What? What am I watching you do? And I went <laughs> um, to this big complex in brisbane this big stadium and um watched him on stage And between when i was waiting for him to come out i saw all these girls and i was like holy they look incredible they're doing these quarter poses and you know i'm starting to hear people in the audience cheering and talking about you know what they did when they competed i'm thinking i could look like that like you know what i want to be where these girls are this time next year Um, so I knew nothing about competing, but having the background, um, where I grew up with my parents owning a gym, I started exercise and I started, um, I guess, learning about, you know, moving your body and and the um, benefits of exercise from maybe, I think I was four or five when my parents had a gym. I was was pretty young. Um, I could have even been younger actually. Um, so that for me was just a goal that I wanted to set out and do. And at that time, because I had the modeling agency that, consumed a lot of time um I didn't host a lot of model competitions and I could never enter them because it was a conflict right so yeah, I thought, yeah, oh, this is yeah, like a yeah. separate world to what I'm doing um yeah. so that can just be my like hobby and um yeah. me being me my hobbies become my obsession <laughs>
0: so <laughs> yeah, that's totally. where I
1: sort of started getting into it and I actually told myself you know I'm gonna prep I'm gonna do all the diet and the posing and everything to get to stage but I just don't think I'll step on stage because oh, wow. I have an agency I've got clients that You know, perhaps have me on social media and it's probably not right to be in a bikini, Um, you know, to be wearing those sorts of clothes on social media. What are people going to think of me? Are they going to take me seriously? So I certainly had a lot of self-doubt. And then when I got on stage for the very first time, I didn't tell anyone. There was no like even my closest of friends. I didn't really even tell them I was prepping. Um wow. and I skipped out the dinner invite and I made <laughs> <Yeah>. breakfast <laughs> invite so I wasn't tempted with bad food or, or line. Totally. To and yeah, yeah, yeah. um I ended up jumping on stage because the way it worked with the gym and the package that I did, um, you had to pay up front. So it covered everything from your registrations to all that sort of stuff. long story yeah. short, I did jump on stage. I did it. Um I didn't do any of the blogging or the sharing on social media of, of my journey. Um, but I think my very first show, I won. So that actually, no, I didn't I take that back. I think I got third. I did a few categories in that show. I got yes. a third, yep, yep. a second and maybe a first. Anyway, that was enough for me to go. There's room for improvement. Um, I love doing this. I've met some really cool people and I'm going to keep going. So I just kept competing back to back. And I did that for about four years, uh, wow. multiple competitions a year. I traveled the world doing it. Uh, the world titles was over in Las Vegas. So once I got a taste of what it was like to be on the Australian stage and, and represent, um, you know, it, locally, I was like, yeah, I want to be that girl. And then <laughs> I,
0: taking it global.
1: I used to read, you know, oxygen magazine and see the cover totally. and then I'd meet them. And yeah. So it sort of just flowed from there.
0: Well done. It's And I, I got a lot of respect. You know, I did a comp when I was, you know, probably roughly the same age, 23, 24, something like that. Uh, and lots of respect for, for what it is. For me, that was the big breakthrough yeah. for me to really realize how much I can actually do and what's possible. Because, again, I came from like a footy background, AFL, uh, and doing that was completely left of field. Oh, the field. The, the, the best of the best, the Tigers, you know. <laughs> Don't do that. Go the, go the Tigers. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, what, a, what a game it is. Who do you follow?
1: Mm, Collingwood i'll ah. say that proudly though i was born without a choice 1990 was the first grand final that we won when i was born
0: totally totally so yeah okay okay we'll pay that connor <laughs> not that bad could be worse could be worse but um yeah i came from a footy background so for me to get into bodybuilding was not what my footy mates were all about and i was very similar Like no one knew until it was like i'd like i'd lost like 15 kilos like well wow, what's going on like you look completely different <laughs> um no way, oh, i'm gonna actually do a bodybuilding comp um but now that for me that was the big breakthrough like was that same experience for you like realizing that well wow, like, i look what i just did with my body
1: no i i probably got body dysmorphia to be honest because i always wanted more and i never mm. celebrated my wins back then jamie i was constantly like all right we're off stage i won yep, yeah, cool take off the medals take off the crowns um exactly. i've got to get back in the gym i might go do it have a quick meal tonight and
0: yeah yep. celebrate
1: yep. but i was like i yep. could do better my yep. shoulders could be you know a little bit broader my waist could be a little yep. tiny a bit more tapered i could have changed my posing um and for me it took a long time to realize hang on a second um yep. this is the foundation of what flows through success and setting goals yep. and achieving yep. them yep. and you know I, I did a podcast with Cohen ray um not too long ago and he said Um, off air that he finds that most successful entrepreneurs in life either have a background in the military or bodybuilding. Um, So it's interesting because I think the foundations I learned wasn't just the physical aspect of looking amazing. Um, It was what I learned of pushing through and having that resilience yeah, that when yeah. i was gassed in you know my workouts my training or when i didn't feel like my asparagus broccoli and chicken yeah. um <laughs> i knew that the results were oh, far, no. far and the outcome was far far worse or yeah. i mean yeah. better um than what i was going through at that once yeah, yeah
0: definitely can definitely definitely right. relate i still remember doing my morning cardio at home we had the uh the we had the uh treadmill in the study yeah and my dad would get up every morning and be on the in, in, on his computer and he would every morning i still remember it the smell vegemite on toast
1: wow
0: and because like the toast was warm and so the vegemite would really and i'm sitting there walking doing my cardio like an hour at like four o'clock in the morning and he's sitting like right there arms away, the eating vegemite and toast wow. and i would just like eyeball him every morning. Like that there like you said like that discipline that you, you don't learn that anywhere nice. else um If you want to get a result, most importantly, I could have eaten the Vegemite and toast, but I wouldn't have got the result. Absolutely. Uh, That's for sure. You said back in, so again, I did a bit of research as you do. Uh, Back in 2017, you, you, you didn't, there was an article, Fight Mag. uh, And you said that you wanted to become a motivational speaker. Wow. When did
1: that, when was that article? 2017. 2017.
0: 2017.
1: Yeah.
0: Fight Mag. um, That's when it was published. I don't know when the interview was done, but that's when the article was was online. Yeah yeah um and it said that you wanted to become a motivational speaker as one of your your life goals and aspirations do you think that that's played a part in what you've done with you know minding her business and in an indirective way it's sort of what you're doing now
1: this is like an aha uh-huh moment i'm like is this manifestation is this putting it out to the universe because um i totally forgot about that um fight mag oh, i'm
0: glad I, I did my research yeah
1: <laughs> i love this i um I was Miss Supercars in 2015. I went on to start doing my TV screen pieces and I was constantly in the media and being asked and interviewed uh, for things relating to um, supercars and around the sport, which I absolutely loved. And um, I went on to be a mentor for Miss Supercars. So that once I had my reigning champion title, um, championship title, uh, the following years for the next three years, I actually mentored the Miss Supercars Amazing. national finalists. Um, so I yeah. found a lot of uh, fulfilment in helping and mentoring these young women that were, you know, from the age of 25 to 30 that wanted a career, um, you know, in modelling or speaking or um, you know whatever it may be. So that's where it really hit me, which was probably around 2016, 17. And I just loved it. And to be honest, most of the work was free. And um, I just wanted to help people. People would reach out to okay. me if I could teach them something that I'd learn along the way that they could integrate um, you yeah. know, and skip a few, um, a few learning curves, I guess, or, or, or mistakes, failures, <laughs> yeah. whatever you want to call them along the way, then I was absolutely more than happy to do that. And I still keep in touch with a lot of them. But you Know it's funny because that a heart moment. I just recently um did a joint a virtual event uh called P- Power of Momentum and it's a um a post event for Tony Robbins for his Unleash the Power Within. So yes, yeah. pre COVID, they have about 10 15,000 people that attend these events. And I remember going to my very first event, uh, must have been a couple of years ago, 18 months ago, and I see these motivational, like incredibly empowering speakers on stage, and I'm like that is what I want to be that if I can help yeah, like yeah. one person I'm happy but if I can present in front of an audience and share my adversities um or, or how I created my own opportunities from adversities like mm. that would mm. be like a massive just tick of fulfillment for me so um, I was um grateful enough to be given the opportunity to speak at power of momentum, power momentum which was uh three weeks ago now and I think they had uh Several thousand people virtually. Yeah, wow. I got to um to share my story with. So, yeah, I think I don't know. For me, uh, if you haven't already told, I like talking. <laughs>
0: if you <haven't> already told, <laughs> Who uh, would have thought?
1: <laughs> but, Katie, stop! I've got another question.
0: We're gonna keep moving. Uh,
1: no, but, no, no, yeah, no, 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 I like never. it. I like learning about people, and I like helping people. So, yeah, definitely. Would
0: you say that you're playing that role now as a motivational speaker in the day and age of 2020?
1: Yeah, essentially. I mean, I'm certainly surrounded by a lot of people that inspire me. So I know I've got a long way to go. And I guess that's what life's mm-hmm. about. Um, and back cool. to your original question, is that what I'm doing with MHB, minding her business? Um, essentially, I am. I'm also facilitating and host the panel. So I, I do a lot of questioning and learning um, from our guest speakers and helping our audience engage. So it's not really about my personal story. My events are totally. also about sharing and creating that space where um, I can bring those incredible um speakers to to our audiences so yeah yeah, it's probably a combination but i definitely well done i want to do more
0: of it well i'm glad i did some research to bring that up for you Um, because yeah you sort of put it out there years and years ago i still remember when i went to my first um you know sort of motivational event or educational event on one of the breaks, so it was a bit more chill. There probably like 500 people there. And on one of the breaks, I actually went up on the stage, like on like the first or second step. And I did a video, like just like, you know, went with my phone, just like this privately. I wasn't out there as much. And I said to myself is one day I'll be standing on a stage like this and running my own events, mm-hmm. um, you know, and I've still got that video. Like it's, it's not a fancy video. It's just, it's a lot of the ground. Cause I didn't want to, you know, do any of this stuff a little bit, you know, in my own little yeah. Um But then, you know, two or three years later, that, that's actually happened. Uh, so even for me now saying that out loud, it's like, well, it is true when you do put it out there. Uh, sometimes you do forget about those, those visions. So yeah, minding her business now, like for you, incredible work, what you've been able to achieve, um, like incredible, like all bullshit aside. Like I said, it's probably one of Australia's, if not definitely Queensland's biggest and fastest growing for you. Was that the vision? What, what, you know, I know you said you sort of had one event. You're like, we'll just sell some tickets and see who comes along. And, and you know, overnight it's sold out. Did you think it would be as well taken as it has been?
1: Um, there's multiple extensions of my in her business now, but it definitely started with the live events. Um, selfishly speaking, I wanted to create a space where I could hang out with cool people and feel yeah, um, really inspired yeah. and motivated. And I don't want to, like, you know, be gone to the days where you go, like, go to bars and meet friends and meet new friends, I should say, you know, it's hard, especially living in cities. And that's where we host these events is, you know, people move around because of their family, their work, their husbands, whatever the case. And how do you meet new people? How do you connect with like-minded people? You know, you've just had a baby, you're a stay at home mom, you want to start a business. So to create that space for me was um, more so to help other women, but also again, selfishly speaking, to be able to connect with really cool people Um, and the where that has sort of grown, I, I am like really humbled to look back at, you know, three, four years ago to say, wow, you know, we started with, I'd have to go back and have a look, maybe 60 people at our event. And now, you know, pre-COVID, we, we're running events almost every month, every other month um, across the whole nation. Um, Sydney, Melbourne, Gold Coast, Brisbane, Sunshine Coast, oh, we've done, wow. you know, and we have no, we've always been a sellout. We've been 100% success sellout for every oh, wow. event we've ever done. Um, And that's really humbling because it means that, you know, we are creating that space that people want to keep coming back to Mm. and that, um, you know, they're getting a lot out of it from the three, our motto, the three C's of connect, collaborate and create. And there's been some incredible businesses that have been able to be formed from just you know people meeting each other events, so yeah. finding that ying to their yang and finding someone that you know specializes in graphic design and IT when they're you know really good at um, styling or the forefront so mm-hmm. mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. it really combines mm-hmm. my passion of everything I love in life and Obviously, you know, connecting with people's one, but um, I love styling. I love wow factor. And I always say my events, they're not that exchange of business cards, stagnant black and white event. Um, They're highly Instagrammable. So everywhere you look at my events is an opportunity to take a photo. Even on the ground, you see, quote, you know, dream big or you're exactly where you're meant to be um mm-hmm. and you know uh, we encourage like everyone it. to dress for success so they feel good they get out um of their comfort zone 70 percent of our um guests our women uh come on their own so we have some pretty cool activations on the day so no one is on their own for more than two minutes um, <laughs>
0: yep, yep,
1: when they're yep. from the lineup on on the um on the day so yeah i think now we have sort of branched into the online component. COVID nineteen was a bit of a blessing um, to be able to have that time where the events got put on um, pause, and um, yeah. I launched Building Her Brand. So that's a four week, four module online program for anyone wanting yeah. to start a business or grow their existing startup business, um, and that covers everything from mindset to you know creating and learning about your target audience, your avatar, um, and flowing through nice. to some marketing um and my six step flow strategies and
0: whatnot well there's no one better to learn off if they want to get into into business uh and again like you've done it on in like different industries but you've been able to like do it really well and do it on a, on a scale where it really brings value to people i think yeah. um just based on the you know the hour so far you know it's it's like you said it's not just a, an exchange of business cards it's not just an exchange of Come and be on a boat, or come and meet at this venue. Yeah. There's so much more to it, uh, and it, and I love the fact that it's it's like an because it, it's those little things, Katie. Like you said, like the riding on the floor, or you know the, the the way they feel is why people come back. Yeah, it's what separates you from the rest. Um, so now with moving forward with minding her business, like you said, you got a few of the smaller things coming off the back of it, coming post COVID for you. What's the plans? Bigger and better, stronger, higher, more people. What's the plans?
1: Plan's big. The vision's tight. There's a lot going on. I don't know that I can share all of it with you. Um,
0: Give us the inside scoop. Come on. This is like e-news right now. (laughs) Give us something.
1: (laughs) We've got something really big launching before Christmas, uh, which is something that I've wanted to do since day dot with Minding Her Business. So um, that has um, been a really big project for myself and the team. Uh, We've got our podcast that's launching. I feel like I've been saying this forever. Um, We were ready to launch. I had a a lot of really cool um, interviews lined up over in the States. And um, obviously that was all pre-COVID. So that, that was sort of yeah, put on yeah. the back burner a bit. Um, but yeah, as far as what's coming up, um, I'll have my next intake of building her brand. It's only intake by intake. You can't access the course at all times so yeah, throughout yeah. the year. So yeah, um, our events were supposed to launch into international waters this year. And that obviously um, had the brakes hit on it too. Um, yeah. Sorry, the summits and whatnot. They're all still yep. coming um there's a lot going on and my team's growing so um I a couple of new staff in the last few weeks and yeah I like it I think you know there's enough space for everyone in whatever we do and uh, totally you know coming back to the events I always have obviously my internal staff that crew on the day but I always have space for a couple of interns where I give them the experience of what behind nice. the scenes are of these events and the executions and you know, it's funny you say like, you know, people keep coming back, coming back. And since then, you know, we've had guests that have attended our events that have then started university degrees in event management because they want to learn more or they want to do something similar
0: or in a different industry. Wow. Um wow.
1: so I um my doors are always open. I have nothing, I guess, that um I hold back on when it comes to growing businesses and to be able yep. to um, yep. to leverage off my experiences to help other people. Um, but yeah it's exciting there's
0: I, love a lot that mindset. Coming I love that mindset well done well done one thing I've I've, you know picked up you know in in just in this period of time like I said even doing some research is you know you, you really know who you are like you really know your strengths yeah there's always ups and downs and I get that but you, you you've I really think that you know you know like your identity you know your value you know your you know you like you you're at peace with you would, would that be right like
1: Yeah, you know, I think it's a journey that I'm always probably going to be working on and learning more about. I've certainly been on my own really deep personal development journey for the last two and a half years, I would say. Um, I've really started my journaling, my meditation. um, I've expanded a lot of like self-awareness in the last two and a half years. Um, I think when I was younger, I've always been so... Uh no always confident, but just always excited to learn something new. I'm high energy. I like to try new things. I'm definitely sporty. So I like to get out there and, you know, give anything a sort of go. I'm, I'm always like totally down for getting my hands dirty. I was, you know, yes. brought up helping with my dad's carpet cleaning business to make pocket money on the school holidays, <laughs> <So> whatever <laughs> nice. it took, like, you know, yeah. I, I think yeah. that probably comes from a lot of who I am. When you're young, you don't realize that it's really all the pieces of the puzzle that makes up who you totally. are. Um, and you have these adversities or your heartbreak or, you know, business um, learnings, values, whatever you want to call them. But all these things are what really um, show or expose to you what you really don't like and what you don't like or what you do like. So for me, that's that's my value alignment. And uh, the older I get or the more I learn about myself, the more I pull back into that alignment, that if things don't really align and you really do know who you are and what you want in life, then you'll really feel those uh, how do you say it? the ruffling of the feathers uh, totally. whether it be with certain people certain energies, certain business deals acquisitions whatever it be um, yeah so for me that's something that I guess I certainly have been on a, a really strong deep journey for the last couple yeah, yeah, of years but every day I integrate new things
0: of course of course what would you say uh, a couple of tips for people because I, I feel you know that that's probably one of the biggest challenges most people face you know, is realizing like, who am I? Like, what am I here to do? What, what, and again, like no one's perfect. No one ever knows exactly what it is, but you can move forward on it. Um, so if there was someone out there listening that was sort of like, you know, how do I find my identity? How do I find what it is that I'm really passionate? What's my purpose? What's, what am I here for?
1: So building her brand module one, page one is called <laughs> who am I? <laughs> and it's all about self-discovery. So uh, yeah finding your true purpose finding your passion and the alignment between the two and it comes from working out what your strengths are what your hobbies are you know where you spend your time I'm not talking about scrolling social media yeah, yeah, yeah. About what actually fills your cup what you, what do you do in your day-to-day life or perhaps every so often that you go mm. man that was awesome that was so much fun or you just get that little bit of excitement or a spring in your step Um, So I have a lot of activations and um, exercises in my in my module one um, of building her brand. But, um, you know, this is going to sound funny coming from me that likes to talk a lot is learning to sit in your space and learning silence, learning to calm your mind, learning to be aware of your thoughts um, and to just sit and breathe. You know, they always say, um, you know, you slow down by slowing down your breath, you will slow down your mind and you'll be, you'll be brought so much mm. closer to the present. So for me, I've learned a lot about what I truly desire and what truly sets my heart on fire or my desires on fire, if you going to call it. Um, but yeah, I would say that it really starts in silence. A lot of yeah. it. self-discovery yeah. starts with you. I
0: love that. I love that. G- good, good points as well. And like why I, I like those, because it's not like fluffy shit. It's not like, high level sort of, you know, not that it's woo woo stuff, but it's not like craziness. It's like basic stuff, like, you know, get in alignment, understand what really excites you, what gives you that buzz, uh, sit in your silence. One thing that I was told when I sort of got into the whole, you know, self-development journey is, and when I was trying to understand what it is that I want to do was listen for people's compliments, but like the right people, like if you hear the same thing consistently from like credible people saying that, you know, you're good at this, or you should explore this. If you get that 10 times in like, a couple of months from credible people, not just the bloke down the road or your, your mum or your dad, which mum and dad are credible, but they're always going to tell you what you want to hear. But if you get credible feedback from people saying like, you're really good at this Katie or, or Jamie or, or whatever, maybe that is maybe where your, your passion is. If you're already really good at it, you just don't know yet.
1: Yeah, you know, it's funny. I hear it all the time. Your parents are always going to tell you what you want to hear. My parents don't. They always always (laughs) set me up for, Katie, what happens if this? Have you done your research? What are the pros? What are the cons? What if? What if? How about? I love it. Um, So I I constantly... How good is that? Yeah, I like the challenge of that. I certainly do. Um, And my parents are also my biggest supporters. But yeah, I think, you know... It's important and, and compliments, the word compliment, and, and especially for females, I know I'm not the only one that sits back and goes, oh, compliments about your physical appearance, how you look, what you do, whatever. But compliments, um, you know, as much as I agree, like, you know, tuning into what people say you're good at or your strengths is also to be able to give back because that can also totally. share more about who you are and what you admire in other people as well mm-hmm. um, to have them thinking, you know, I guess, outside the circle so yeah. um yeah. Yeah. that's always a good icebreaker just in general to to learn more about other people is asking agree, questions agree. And, and giving compliments
0: what would you say are your top three daily habits to to get katie in tune in check doing what you need to do at, at her peak performance
1: top three you know a lot of people ask me how I meditate and they struggle with it. And they go, oh, Katie, I just can't sit still for more than two seconds. And how do you do it? The truth is my meditation doesn't come in always sitting in silence. My meditation yeah, varies. Yeah. So the three tips, the three things vary day to day, depending on how I feel. I don't wake up feeling exactly the same at the same time every day. <laughs> so I am yeah. quite intuitive. Um, and I do follow my, we all have intuition. So to learn how to follow or tap into your intuition that if you don't feel like doing this one day, then perhaps try something different. Um, so top three tips. My first one is moving my body. The more I move my body, the more I release cortisol. Um, you know, if it's, if I'm leading up to event or if it's an event week and I wake up with that whole elephant on my chest, oh my gosh, I've got 50,000 things to do. Take that back a step before I exercise. I'll just breathe and I'll just slow down my breath, slow down my mind. Um, and then take it to the next step that perhaps if I don't have time or don't have the physical strength for training, then I'll just start by going back for a walk. Um, For me, writing things down, always constantly journaling, writing things down. Sometimes I don't feel like writing six pages of journaling, so I'll just write words. Um, That's probably two really important things that I do. Nourishing my body, eating good food, eating well. Um, It's like, you know, we call it brain food. It probably come from my days of competing is I know how good I felt when I ate well. And when I didn't, I know it was always a good idea at the time. But the the aftermath, I'd say, oh, I get it. You know, life's about balance. But to get straight back on that train um, of eating healthy and creating healthy habits around that. So that's really
0: Good, good, good. Movement slash slow the breath, slow the mind, journaling and nourishing. Uh, I like that. I think that nourishing the body is super, super, super important. Um, It's the fuel we have. It's what gets us through the day. Um, What's one thing you learned, Katie, over the journey to date that, really just blew you away? What's one thing that you're like, wow, I can't believe I learned that.
1: Um, are we talking business or personal?
0: (laughs) Either, either, either. Um, the first thing that comes to mind is like, I I learned this X amount of years ago or yesterday or this morning. And I can't believe I learned that. Like that's so powerful. Okay.
1: There's a lot. Um, but I'm just going to focus on one thing. And I think right now in this, um, I'm putting quotation finger marks up, unprecedented times where we need to give yeah. it. Um, I naturally am someone that has always had um, 100% trust for people. I don't question it. I give people love. I ha- I'm an open book. Um, and I feel that everyone has the right intention. Um, so not having a negative spin on it, but I've certainly learnt Um, holy wow, there are people like that that exist or people that have different values to me um, has been a massive um, growth or turning point, um, especially in my most recent years where um, learning that I just don't have to be everyone's cup of tea but they don't have to be mine. You know, I think for me at such a young age and moving around so much, I constantly wanted to be liked. I always wanted to, I was always worrying about what people thought about me and if I do this will that upset this person and if I say this and sometimes I'd go 100 miles an hour and ask all these questions and then without knowing somehow would question or, or offend people and I always wanted to be that kid that was liked and whether that was because I moved around a lot but in my um, adult years now I'm just sit in my space and I go well if it doesn't align with my values and I do it and go against my own values, my mindset or, or what I truly believe or desire, I'm going to be unhappy and therefore I can't yeah. serve and help other people. So Correct. why do that for, to sacrifice my own happiness mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. things don't align? So yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
1: I think that's probably a big learning that's that's for good. me is that yeah, if, if it doesn't fill my cup, then that's okay. And I know that there's going to be people that I perhaps don't feel theirs correct yeah
0: and it's funny sometimes we chase admiration approval acceptance from people who don't even really care about us you know in that in that engagement they you think that they do but they'll go home and they've completely forgot about you and that's not like rude that's just the, the way it is that's life
1: You know, it's like people that ask, you know, Katie, aren't you scared of failure or, you know, all these sorts of things. I think every single person in this world, if they knew that no one would see them fail, would they go for it and do it anyway?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So what's
1: holding them back? The fact that someone's going to see them, quote unquote, fail, but they're Mm. only going to see it and think about it for three seconds and then they move on with their life. We get so caught up in yeah, all these yeah, like yeah, stories and yeah. things in our heads of like you know oh my god how embarrassing if that doesn't work out and this person yeah, will think this yeah. and that and you just go you know what do it anyway it doesn't work out do it again and again in a different way and find a way that works because that is going to be your biggest success story. People don't want to hear totally. how you've never made a mistake. Mm-hmm. People don't care about you saying like, you know what I yeah. just was born into this. I just
0: woke up and I was bang <laughs> woke yeah. up like this yeah, yeah,
1: everything yeah. winning
0: yeah no. yeah yeah totally nah no, good. Good point, good point. No, I love that. Do you remember there a moment where you sort of said, wow, like, this is getting real now? Like, shit. Not that I've made it, more just like, wow. Like, in, it could have been either, either of the businesses or even just you personally. Like, wow, Like this is real.
1: Um, <laughs> I'm still learning to celebrate <laughs> wins. It's something I've always struggled with because I, I used to I used to um, proudly say, I'm just a futuristic. I live in the future. You know, I never dwell. Like I sit there, you know, things might upset me. Two seconds, bang, I move on. I've always been really quick and, and good at, um, mm-hmm. at compartmentalizing. Do I have a moment where I felt like I've made it? Um, I've certainly learned to um, be proud of what I've achieved. So there's certainly lots of things that I used to almost not say, especially around certain groups or, or friends or associates, because I would feel like, oh, I'm big noting myself, or people will think that, you know, I, um what's a word, like I'm pretentious or I'm up myself, or I think I'm better than everyone else, whatever. Um, but, yeah, I guess it would have to be broken up into multiple small moments of, like, moments that I'm proud, but have I, I guess... Hit or reached peak? No, I don't think I have. Yeah. I feel like yeah. I'm just starting.
0: Yeah. yeah, good, 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 good. No, I like that. That's what. Well, well said. Well said. And it's because, like you said, you never really actually you, you might attain or hit the desired outcome, but on the journey, there are multiple wins, and that we can celebrate. You know, um, for me, one that always comes to mind was seeing my first ever like product in a retail store. Yeah. Walking in there and seeing the product on the shelves is like wow. wow. It's got my name on the back of it. Incredible. Um, difficult. so yeah, that's yeah, good. Do you, is this the, is this the, is this the path? Is this the career? Is this what you thought you'd be? Is this what you envisioned coming out of school?
1: Um, subconsciously I'm going to say yes, because I was always like my friends would even laugh, call me mama Katie because I was always the leader. I was always the one that would organize the parties and the events the social things, um, or even just helping with assignments You know, I was always that leader. Um, I'm the youngest of two. I've got a sister that's older than me. And I was always still the leader and the go-getter and everyone would always say growing up, you know, Katie, you must be the oldest. And that when I was young, I was like, yeah, I'm the oldest. Now I'm like, what, (laughs) do I look older? (laughs) I'm offended. Um, But yeah, I mean, subconsciously, yes, absolutely. Because I wanted to, I felt that um, at a certain time in my life, especially in school, my parents would say, Katie, what are you gonna do when you finish school? you going to get a degree what are you get to... it was always constantly um having us kids think about you know the future and planning yeah. and having goals in place and for me I did want to be a teacher so I think it is always been instilled that I've naturally always had that I guess um motherly instincts or nurturing so I, totally. love, I love teaching I love educating I love yeah. sharing I love learning
0: well done well done it all comes together.
1: Yeah. It all comes
0: together. It's like those little aha moments where it all ties up into the future. Um, this question is not, as we sort of start to, to, to tie it up and wrap it up, it's not like what's special about you, but like, why did you make it? Like, why have you done well? Like what, how did you become, why did you become successful? And, and it's, it's, not, I don't want you, it's, it's not like I'm trying to put you on your spot here and it's nothing like that, but it's like, what about it that do you do and have you done to ensure that you've got this far and we will continue to move on? Because like, let's be honest, like there's probably other networking groups out there, but only some, very few actually have achieved what you have. Why?
1: Because I didn't stop. I didn't stop. Every time I, um, you know, have had negative thoughts, self-doubting thoughts, imposter syndrome, whatever you want to call it, is I just kept going. And the only time I will fail is when I stop in my opinion, I should say, disclosure. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I think for me, it's, um, yeah, whatever sacrifices I need to make to get to where I want to get to and seek and find the happiness along the way. I'm happy. I'm I'm happy with where I'm at. I'm excited for where I'm going. Awesome. But um, that to me has made the journey literally a success on its own. I think something I've never really focused on is, is what's in my bank account. I focused on the fulfillment that I've got from doing what I do and um, I just haven't stopped. I get excited. I have sleepless nights where I think of crazy ideas. I'm that person that goes and book massages because I can be my most creative. Um, you know, I have pen and paper. I have audio notes. But I,
0: but I, do, you, do you take a pen and paper into a massage under the bed, bed, you're like, hold on lady, give me a second.
1: To <laughs> be honest, I have once. I actually have once. Um, now I sort That's of cold. drift a little bit, but I <laughs> put myself in a good creative state. Yeah. Uh, Pre-COVID, yeah. I would travel 20, 25 weeks a year across the world. Um, and I'd always say, you know, 14,000 or whatever feet um, up in the air. I certainly was my most creative. So yeah, definitely.
0: Um, Good. getting thoughts Good. on Good. paper.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Love that. Love that. Last question as we, as we tie it all up. For you, it, what's the one thing, one word, phrase, something that you tell yourself on a daily basis or when you really need a little Katie pep talk Uh, And it could have been something you heard, something that you created, something that you wrote, something that you read, something that you you, someone said to you or you overheard. Is there something that you sort of say to yourself to get yourself back up or in state or in alignment with where you're going? There's
1: so many. I have, um, you can't see, but behind my computer here, I've got my affirmations, my 10 affirmations written down that I read out loud, um, especially if I have times and moments of self-doubt. Um, something I've shared in the past is my dad um, once said to me, Katie, if you don't take a chance, you don't stand a chance. And that mm. was a, a really pivoting moment for me just to um, to say to myself, what is the worst that could happen? You know, unless I'm going to die, um, I'm all in. So, um, yeah, as long as, you know, my values align, I'm not hurting anyone along the way. Um, I guess that would probably be a, an awakening or one of those moments that I've cherished. and. Um, the fulfillment. Sometimes I find inspiration from my own Instagram and I read comments from my community of what people mm-hmm. say and how I can help people. And sometimes I share a quote and I might get, you know, half a dozen DMS in the first couple of hours just saying, Hey, I needed to read this today. Thanks for sharing. I think that's why I'm here. It's why I'm doing what I do. So that's that, awesome. that that motivates me. My community yeah. definitely motivate me. Um, you know, my private forum and, and all that sort of thing. I think, without realizing it a lot of these women might lean on me for support but um ultimately they give me a lot of support in return yeah, as well yeah 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 i
0: love that i love that well katie you know incredible i really appreciate you know the time that we've had here and i'm sure the listeners have taken a lot from it uh, and also obviously the viewers as well uh, if they're watching uh where's the best space for someone or best spot platform to to follow you see you learn from what you're doing uh and across incredible things you're doing
1: i didn't know this was going on youtube too i would have had a background set and i would have been so fiddly <laughs> <laughs> i no idea i um i struggle to sit still for long periods of time i've like, done that
0: i'm actually sitting on my hands so i don't like wave them around yeah. being an italian stand standard talk with my hands yeah
1: yeah absolutely um what was the question where can people find me yeah katie stevens miss katie yeah. stevens across the board from there you'll find all my businesses in my bio but um yeah instagram facebook
0: um tiktok snapchat tiktok as mean. well huh yeah
1: <laughs> <days> <laughs> <even>.
0: <laughs> you gotta do tiktok these days um no nah, i'll put the in that in the show notes for people to uh to get access to and, and to get the link straight there yeah. um, but again katie i really appreciate the time it's been awesome uh, i've taken tons of notes i've got two pages full of writing here um so so thank you so much for your time uh and for everyone else out there listening i really appreciate you tuning in we'll catch you on the next episode Thank you for joining us on that episode. What an incredible one it was. Make sure you like, comment, share, and subscribe to the podcast. Remember, make today count and be great.